Welcome to this episode of the John Henry Weston Show, where we are very pleased to bring you someone many of you will know, Father Mark Goring, a member of the Companions of the Cross, that great charismatic Catholic order. And uh, he has his own uh, YouTube channel, which is uh, very, very well known. And uh, Father Mark, thank you so very much for being with us here on the John Henry Weston Show. Good being with you, John Henry. Let's begin as we always do at the sign of the cross, Father, if you wouldn't mind leading us, please. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Anything else? Amen. Amen. Just the sign of the cross? That's um, good. No. That's powerful. That's, that's how we started cross, off. Powerful. Yeah. <laughs> amen. Amen. So let's get right to it. Uh, things are absolutely crazy in the Catholic world, particularly in the United States, um, where I know you you spent many, many years. Let's uh, talk about the Catholic president. I mean, having a Catholic president could be an awesome thing. It's the, you know, the most powerful country in the world. It's the world stage. And to have a Catholic president could have been a really awesome thing. But what we have in President Biden is something very, very different. Why don't you give me, first of all, your take on uh, President Biden and uh, especially with regard to his faith? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 an unfortunate tragedy and scandal. I mean, it's it's wonderful that there's a, a Catholic president, um, but we, we would want him to be standing for for Catholic um, truths. You know, we, we know that he's pushing for the expansion of abortion. We know that he doesn't um, uphold the Catholic understanding, the biblical understanding, the natural law understanding of, of marriage. Um, you know, he's not willing to take care of those poor sisters, you know, who are they? The sisters of the poor sisters the, of the poor. Yeah. And so it's, it, it's, it's just so discouraging. It's, it's heartbreaking that, um, he's not standing up for these, these Catholic values, these Catholic truths. It, it, it just, it causes my head to spin, you know, like how, how can, we be calling him a Catholic and, and many people upholding him as a, you know, as an example of a devout Catholic when, when he's not standing up for, for Catholic truth. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. One of the things that is said of, of Biden is that he carries a rosary in his pocket. Um, we were also told by uh, Cardinal Gregory, even from Rome, when he was made a cardinal just recently, that he would not be uh, forbidding uh, Biden from receiving Holy Communion, that he would, in fact, administer Holy Communion to him. Uh, your stance on that, I know, is, is very different. Why would you even uh, dare to refuse Holy Communion, even to the President of the United States, who who says he's a Catholic and carries rosary in his pocket? Yeah, well, I mean, what I always say is, like, listen, what they taught us in the seminary was was very simple. If if someone is involved in public scandal, um, it, they need to repent publicly before you can give them Holy Communion. I, I mean, our church speaks a lot about dialogue, and I think it's time we have a little dialogue about giving Holy Communion to uh, politicians who are 
doing things that directly contradict God's law. Except the the expansion um, of abortion. I mean, it's one of those things, John Henry. I mean, I, I think you and I were both, you know, very pro-life. Um, but I mean, I have to admit, if if a Catholic politician would would kind of say, well, listen, you know, I'm Catholic and but I'm not going to be aggressively getting in the way of preventing women from having uh, abortions because everyone wants it. There's not much I can do about it. I mean, to me, it's like that's not ideal, but it's like I, I, I can understand that. But when a Catholic politician is aggressively expanding abortion and, and, you know, seeing to it that the United States funds abortions in other countries and things like that. Like to me, it, it's, it's, it's scandalous. It's, it's an embarrassment to the Catholic church. Um, I, I, we all have friends who are Christian, uh, non-Catholic Christians, and they ask us, they say, why is this happening? Like he's Catholic. Why don't the church authorities do something about this. How can the Catholic Church let a Catholic leader get away with this stuff without even challenging him? And, and you know, some people are say, say, well, he should be excommunicated. And I don't know, like m- maybe they're right, but I know, for example, you know, the archbishop in this diocese, the former archbishop in this diocese, re- regarding our own leader in Canada, who's Catholic, but um, also you know, pushes for, for abortion. What he simply did was to to make it clear that he is not to present himself to receive Holy communion. And, you know, that's not as radical as, as, you know, excommunicating him or um, going on a a verbal rampage against him. I don't know, maybe, maybe our leaders don't have to be that radical, but if they can at least do like the, the very the excellent archbishop who was here previously did. He he made it clear publicly, in, in, you know, in, when journalists asked him that no, a politician who is working for the expansion of abortion cannot present himself to receive Holy Communion. To me, it's a no-brainer, and it's right now it, it's a scandal in the church. In, in our church, we talk a lot about dialogue. Why don't we have a dialogue about this? This would be a great thing for us to dialogue about. Why the heck, you know, is someone like, and it's not only, you know, the president of the United States, there are other Catholic, you know, high-ranking politicians who are in the exact same boat. They're doing the exact same thing. And, and again, we don't need to start throwing stones at these people, but something as simple as to say they cannot present themselves to receive Holy Communion would do a huge um, uh, help would be a huge help in terms of providing clarity to Catholics on where we stand as Catholics. And isn't it even part of church teaching and, and scriptural that the notion to even excommunicate a Catholic is actually an act of charity? It's for their own good, is it not? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, we love President Biden. We, we, we want to see him spend all of eternity in heaven. We want to see him succeed. We want to see him do good. And to affirm his going along with these things or, or to, to just ignore it, we're not doing him any service. We're not doing 
the, 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 the countless Catholics who do look up to him as an example of a good Catholic, like we're not helping anybody by pretending there's nothing wrong, you know? And, and, and again, I, I want to reiterate, I'm not saying we should be throwing stones at him or again, go out on a, you know, uh, um, uh, an intense verbal attack against him. No, but to, to simply give clarity to Catholics that he is not a Catholic in good standing. He should not prevent, present himself to receive the Holy Eucharist until he publicly repents of advancing abortion. Absolutely. Absolutely. You've also been discussing uh, on on your show and and uh, with I saw you had a, a neat interview with Archbishop Schneider, or excuse me, with Bishop Schneider, Athanasius Schneider, um, about the COVID vaccine and what to do about abortion tainted vaccines, particularly now that uh, this seems to being forced on the planet. I know they're saying, oh, it's not going to be forced, not going to be forced, but but they're suggesting, you know, if you need to travel or you need to um, do anything, uh, you, you really need to have the vaccine. In fact, we are already reporting on nurses who are being fired for not accepting the vaccine, even nursing students who are being uh, let go from their programs uh, with it because they're they're uh, not taking the COVID vaccine. So what what have you thought about or what, have, what do you feel uh, with regard to abortion tainted vaccines and and this mandate right now yeah like like many of our good bishops are are, are saying i mean um, i have nothing against vaccines i've you know i've taken vaccines over the years um vaccines apparently can be good save lives so you know nothing against vaccines in and of themselves i mean the, the two big concerns about well i guess three the three big concerns about the COVID vaccines is um, number one, they are rushed. You know, like I, I just um, personally would be very nervous about taking a rushed vaccines. They're already starting to report some problems, uh, you know, or some people who've had negative side effects with, with the vaccines. I know your, your site, LifeSite News has been kind of mentioning some of these. I mean, I don't think the mainstream media is too keen on um, covering these things. So thank you for, for doing that at LifeSite. So that's the first thing, just, you know, it's, it's a rushed vaccine. You know, people are so afraid of COVID, including young people who are in the category of, of really, you know, not, they, they shouldn't be worried about themselves, you know, um, dying of COVID compared to, you know, other types of things, but there, people are so afraid of COVID and yet they're not afraid to take a rushed vaccine. Um, that doesn't make much sense to me. And, and I, you know, again, I want to highlight that I'm, I'm not saying we should simply dismiss COVID. It, it's something we should be taking seriously and we should, you know, be responsible and, and, and taking proper care, especially for our, 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 our older people. Um, so that's the first thing is that it's rushed. The second thing, many of the vaccines are tainted in some way with, with abortion. And I mean, I, I do defer to, you know, my bishop and the, the Conference of Bishops and, and the Vatican um, on this one. But my personal thing is I, I, I just my conscience would never allow me to take a vaccine that's tainted with abortion. Um, I really the Lord has given me a special 
revelation of how much he loves every child, including a child that in the womb. Um, there's the scripture in Isaiah where the Lord says, even if a mother should forget her child, I will never forget you. And, you know, the, 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 the children who, who, whose lives were taken um, and then their, their cells used for vaccines, we, we might have forgotten those children, but God never forgets, you know, the, in his great love. And so, um, again, it's, it's, people people can can make their own decisions on that but um i think it's foolish to put all of our hope in the pharmaceutical companies to to fix the world's problems um again pharmaceutical com companies do a lot of good but we've turned away from god that's the problem it's it, it's not um you know, uh, the latest virus or, or, or whatever else. Mankind needs to turn back to God and, and, and repent, you know, and make God the center of our lives again. So, and then the third thing with the, the COVID, so the first one is it's rushed. The second one is those that are tainted with, with, with abortion. I, again, I, I have serious concerns about, and, and including the Vatican. I mean, the Vatican says um, you can take one that is tainted with, um, abortion if there's no other alternatives and I think so many people say well there you go there's no problem well that like, that's not <laughs> that's not what it says and so we're so we so easily just kind of give in to to this um I forget what my third one was John Henry I lost track yeah. if it comes to me I'll come up with it later sorry about that very good. No problem. No problem. There's also something very concerning happening, um, and it relates to a larger question. The, the larger question, it's always been there for the past even over 50 years now, is the question of homosexuality. It's a, it's a difficult problem because unlike with uh, the abortion question, the, the, we don't see the same kind of victimhood. Um, you, you have what they call consenting adults and so on, or, or consenting to, to consenting people doing whatever, whatever. Um, the case is always made, well, if these two guys love each other, why can't, uh, you know, they get married? It's, uh, you're, you're supposed to be for love, not against love. And this is now creeping, not so slowly anymore, creeping into the church. Um, just yesterday, there was a major announcement from eight U.S. Catholic bishops. I'm just going to read it out here. Um, one of them actually is a cardinal. Um, they've signed on to partnership with a pro-homosexual advocacy group, um, and uh, basically, they tell LGBT youth that God is on your side. Um, they say, and I'll, I'll quote it for you, it's the Tyler Clementi Foundation that they've signed up to. Um, they say that all people of goodwill should help support and defend LGBT youth who attempt suicide at much higher rates than st their straight counterparts who are often homeless because of families who reject them, who are rejected and bullied and harassed, who are the target of violence violent acts uh, at alarming rates. And all of that part, of course, is fine. But then they add that the Catholic Church values God, the God-given dignity of all human life, which is again, true. And they say, we take this opportunity to say to our LGBT friends, um, and of course, there's a, there's a problem with identifying people as their sexual orientation, Nonetheless, um, they say, especially young people, that we stand with you and oppose any form of violence, bullying, or harassment directed at you. Now, of course, 
that part, the part of, of uh, standing with them to oppose any violence or bullying or harassment directed against them, again, all of that is, uh, is, is fine and good. But they say, most of all, know that God created you, God loves you, and God is on your side. And in saying that, and, and of course, uh, Father James Martin is so much into this, they, they have this belief that God created them homosexual and that they are to value this orientation. Um, it's signed by Cardinal Joseph Tobin, uh, Archbishop John C. Water from Santa Fe, Bishop Ma Robert McElroy from San Diego, Edward Weisengerber from the Diocese of Tucson, John Stowe from Lexington Diocese, Stephen Beegler from Cheyenne, uh, the former Bishop Thomas Gumbleton from Detroit, and also Dennis Madden of uh, the Archdiocese of Baltimore. So uh, very serious uh you know, questions coming now in the church about homosexuality and what, you know, we are able to do uh, with uh, the question of homosexuality. No doubt all Catholics uh, are opposed to violence and harassment uh, directed at those who uh, have a orient sexual orientation or who feel they have uh, an inclination towards same-sex sexual behavior, uh, which of course needs to be fought. But how do we suss this out? How do we as Catholics present that we do indeed love people who may have this inclination toward homosexuality, but at the same time uh, disagree with the behavior, in fact, knowing that it leads can lead to eternal perdition? Yeah, that's that's a big question. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I mean, like like you're saying, we we certainly are glad to see people in the church ministering to people who who are dealing with same sex attraction. Um, I, I know you know a, a priest in this diocese, other people who you know they're 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 caring for those people in a particular way. I think that's great. You know, I I support that a hundred percent. If we look at some of the non Catholic um, Christian denominations, we see many of them have split over the question of homosexuality. And, um, you know, some of them have whatever lesbian bishops who are in a so-called same-sex marriage. And, you know, I think we're living at a time when there's a lot of confusion in the area of, of sexuality and the Catholic church has to maintain her, her clarity. And I think a lot of our, our, our young people from such a young age are, are exposed to so much um, hypersexualized content in the movies they watch and the video games they play and what they're looking at on the internet and so on, the music they listen to, that um, so many of them, their, their sexuality is becoming real disintegrated from a young age and there's a lot of confusion. And so I think the Catholic Church has to maintain its it's it's clarity and also it's it's calling you know we're, we're called to be holy we're called to be virtuous we're called to be chaste we're called to look to the blessed virgin mary and to saint joseph as models um men are called to be fathers and husbands unless there's you know specifically called to to a consecrated life 
women have the wonderful dignity of, of one day being mothers, of having children, if that's God's will for them. And, you know, Hollywood doesn't promote a Catholic biblical understanding of sexuality and marriage and manhood and womanhood and fatherhood and, and motherhood. And anytime I see leaders in the Catholic church, so confusion in the area of, of sexuality, in the area of family, uh, manhood, fatherhood, motherhood, all that. It just, I, I, sometimes I ask myself like, okay, what's, what, what's their end game? Like, do they want the Catholic church to go in the same way that so many of these Protestant denominations have gone where we're blessing same-sex unions. We have, you know, lesbian bishops and all this kind of thing. I think Germany is the most concerning, you know, part of the world in terms of the Catholic church. Like what, what they're kind of pushing for is, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of concerning. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, we'll see how all of this plays out. Yeah, definitely. The, the stance, though, of the of the church, um, I guess it's it's you could say it's somewhat similar to what we were talking about earlier with regard to the um, stance of love towards Catholics like Joe Biden, which would even go to the extent of perhaps uh, excommunicating him so as to bring him back into the fold. The stance of the church with regard to homosexuality in that we want to present the truth about the harmfulness to body and soul of, uh, of uh, homosexual behaviors needs to be there so that those inclined to such behaviors are, are uh, you know, fully aware of where, not only where the church stands, what, what's good for them indeed. Um, and I guess it's kind of the same as for all of us who are inclined to different sins of any nature, but also sexual nature. Most uh, heterosexual men, uh, period, are, are inclined toward sexual behavior outside of, of where they should be. If it's a married man, uh, you know, with, with his wife, or uh, if, it's a, if it's a priest, it, to a celibate life. Um, so we all have those temptations. But, uh, you know, to, to have that understanding of the grave sin involved in going against your calling that way um, is, is both necessary and charitable. Yeah. And there's, there's something to, uh, I think, really diabolical in our time. Um, it just, uh, again, the killing of, of children in the womb, the confusion in, in the area of sexuality, the, the, the rejection of God and, and godly things. Like, I, I just think it's a time for Catholics to, to wake up to, to, eternity to wake up to the, the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ and to uh, to, to really not uh, not compromise to not not get caught up like it's, it's almost like the whole world we're living at a time when the whole world is just getting caught in a drift we're, we're just all drifting away from from natural law we're drifting away from God um I mean, in, in, in the period of, of a few years, it, we've become so radically secularized that so much of the world of, of Hollywood, the sports world, the, the government leaders, um, the, 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 the leaders in the, in the high tech companies, so many different areas, like they don't want to hear anything 
about God and his laws and his truth. There's a rejection of science. You know, people, sometimes the left keeps saying, oh, you know, uh, science, science. But, you know, why the heck aren't they listening to science or, or taking science seriously? So, I mean, I, I think we're living in apocalyptic apocalyptic times, John Henry. I, I think that um, we're going to experience possibly more hardships in this world um, because of how far we're, we're drifting a, a, away from God. And so it really is a time to... Um, call people to to repentance and uh yeah it's kind of we're seeing some scary stuff you know the the purging of conservative voices in such an unapologetic way i mean i know you're aware of all of these things uh but i think i think catholics faithful catholics we 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 need to 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 get ready i mean things things could get a lot worse before they get better i hope i'm wrong i I really hope i'm i'm wrong on this one but uh, it's it's pretty crazy yeah where can we anchor ourselves because as you say the the confusion is staggering the the uh good is evil and evil is good prophecy has been fulfilled in Spades, as you were saying, it, it, they're not paying attention to science, yet they claim we're not paying attention to science. But you can't call a biological man a male uh, without being censured. We were just kicked off our YouTube channels for that very thing. Um, and But the arguments also on the other side for uh, the LGBT youth needing safe spaces, and, and if these two guys love each other, how come they can't get married? Are you against love? And it's a woman's right to choose. And, uh, you know, are, are you wanting to go back to coat hangers? Aren't you for women's freedom? Aren't you for women's rights? Aren't you for, you know, protection of women? And, and are you going to dictate your morality on them? These arguments are confusing. We're, we're awash in confusion. And Catholics, even meaning well, it's hard to to keep a straight line. It's hard for a lot of us to to like see the bombardment of um, impurity that comes to us through our screens, through our phones, through everything right now, and, and everywhere you look, and yet maintain a straight line because the the line is so obscured by this tidal wave of uh, impurity everywhere in, in terms of thought and, and everything else. How are we to ground ourselves right now? Yeah, well, I mean, like like you're saying, I think the most important thing is just just to recognize uh, the expression I use is how how much this world has gone bonkers, you know, and and you know the image I use is everyone's familiar with the analogy of the frog that's put in warm water, the heat is turned up, and the frog doesn't realize it, but it's about to boil to death, and I, I really believe we're at this point now in in the world where so many people who just allow themselves to go the way of the world um, are, are, are about to, bo- to boil to death. They're about to die spiritually and, and lose their eternal salvation. There's also been, you know, uh, church approved Marian apparitions that have spoken very clearly about our times. You know, uh, many people are familiar with the apparitions of our lady of Kibeho and Rwanda. And, um, Our Lady said that the world is is um, humanity is is approaching a precipice. You know, we're about to you know to fall into an abyss the way we're going. And also, um, the the approved apparitions in Argentina, Our Lady of Saint Nicholas um, in Argent, or the Holy Rosary in Argentina, she says we're living at a time similar to the time of Noah's Ark and the 
the world has become flooded with an, an atheistic secularism. Our, our, our young people have just been swept away with the, the godless ideologies of our time. We've been caught up in the um, temptations and excitement and, and, and vanities of, of the world. And we've abandoned God. We're embarrassed to, to, to identify ourselves as God's children. We don't turn to God. We've turned, we've turned religion into such a private matter that we never want to speak publicly about. And, and we're rejecting God's commands. We're, we're, we're being enticed and seduced uh, by the devil. We're being deceived by the devil. And again, we're, seeing, we're, we're losing our young people. In, in Catholicism and Christianity, we're using our young people. So again, I, I really think these are apocalyptic times. I think it's important to um, proclaim the gospel without compromise. And unfortunately, part of that is, you know, challenging even people in the church who are um, promoting the spirit of the age. And, and there are there are those who, who, who are doing that. And, and this is um, this is something we need to. To, to, to speak out against. Absolutely, Father. Well, Father, that's, uh, that is very great of you. Thank you so very much for being with us on the John Henry Weston Show. Are you able to give us a final blessing as we part? I'd be glad to do that. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, pour out your grace, pour out your blessing upon us. Lord, give us joy. Help us to be lights in this world of darkness. Lord, help us to... Um, just just set this world on fire by our faith, by our hope. Um, Lord, help us to uh, just proclaim your word with boldness, with the same boldness St. Paul had, with the same boldness of St. John the Baptist and, and all the, the saints throughout the ages. I pray, Lord, a blessing on, on those who are persecuted because of their faith. And I ask you, Lord, to, to make us strong even in this time of trial. And Blessed Mother, watch over us. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and remain with you forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you so very much, Father Mark. Great being with you on this episode of the John Henry Reston Show. My and, pleasure. Thank you. And God bless all of you. We'll see you next time. Hi, this is John Henry Weston, the co-founder and editor-in-chief of LifeSite News. I'm coming to you today because we want to be sure that we are communicating clearly with you, our loyal followers. Things are really heating up, as I'm sure you can see. Christians, conservative truth-tellers, are being targeted, are being banned from social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at an alarmingly fast rate. They are attempting to suppress any narrative that does not fit that of the mainstream media. We knew this day would come. We have been warning everyone who would listen and attempting to build up alternative platforms to continue to reach you. We have established ourselves on all sorts of platforms I'm going to explain in a minute, but the most important thing to do is come direct to lifesitenews.com because there we will always be. But we've also established ourselves on platforms like Parler and MeWe, and our videos can be found on Rumble as well. We would love to see each of you on those platforms too, as they are not censoring or suppressing the truth that we are sharing every single day. More than these alternative social media platforms, we highly encourage you to subscribe to our email newsletter. 
We have really built up a large list of loyal readers on our email marketing platform, and we have prepared several backup plans for, well, I want to say if, but it's really when, we are removed from our current platform as well. Additionally, I really encourage you, as I said before, to make it a regular habit to go directly to lifesitenews.com. Make it your homepage. While all of these different platforms are an excellent way to curate your news, going directly to our website means that you will never encounter any censorship or sudden loss of LifeSite News reporting. Here's the thing. We will never stop sharing the truth. We founded this organization with the mission to be the life, family, and culture source for men and women who seek to know the truth. We have established a track record of honest reports, and this will never stop, even with censorship happening around the globe. Again, I'm encouraging you to join us on Parlor, MeWe, Rumble, and on our email list. You can find all the direct links in the description of this video. May God bless you and keep you, and we are so thankful that you've chosen to follow and support LifeSite News. I'm John Henry Weston, co-founder and editor-in-chief of LifeSite News.